0: I can do that. I'm native, guys. Jacob Dines. Nope. All right.
1: You could be friends with him. Imagine that. Wow. Imagine that. Building a community.
0: If you guys find yourself at Shot Show, make your way down to the Tacticon booth, and you can get yourself a little sappy cut pass holder with a little. camouflage pattern you can hold your thing back here and you can put a little pen back here I'm okay, kind and uh, you can put a little patch down here I'm okay, kind some little velcro I'm okay. kind
1: don't be a How? don't be an asshole get your pass holder
0: ooh that's good Welcome,
1: my two A prolifer my two A proliferators out there. Uh, it's
0: so weird with the not seeing the camera.
1: Not oh, I know. Yeah, I don't look at that one anyway.
0: I'm tripping out right now.
1: That is the uh, teleprompter, but we don't have a teleprompter going.
0: I'm just gonna double um, check and make sure it's
1: there. It is now. I can see myself now. We're good. Now we know. Welcome to the two A procast, my little two A proliferators. Um, I do. I do not welcome you. He does not. He does doth not welcome me I doth not. Uh, you know, a little PSA. Uh, content may be running a little dry here pretty soon, ladies and gents. We will continue the podcast, but we are doing the 2A Pro course right and now. And I'm also getting fired. And he's and I'm going to shit can him, bottom yeah. of the barrel. So what what what's going down? My name is Jake. If you don't already know, if you've just tuned in, this is Nolando, a.k.a. Hey. the Sandalorian. And uh, we're working on a little 2A Pro course, which is going to uh, enable like Americans to get into the uh, second amendment business realm, Uh, start your company digitally uh, just as we did and grew from in my garage to 40 employees over 75 million in revenue and all those great things that allow us to continue to serve the second amendment, but um, it is, uh, it's obviously one of these uh, courses that I am very passionate about because when you and I talked, I told you that there is only one goal that I have for the rest of my life is professionally, a professional goal, if you will, obviously being a good father and husband and member of my community is another one, but no, but professionally, my goal is to preserve and protect the second amendment and, um, you know, provide awareness to it, uh, to those up and coming young bucks entering their adulthood. And this is one way that I want to do it. Now, obviously there is, uh, the course is, uh, gated. The course is uh, paid, but there's a reason for that because we exhaust a lot of resources going into this course, a lot uh, of resources. I, I'm I'm saying the community that's going to be built into this is going to have every, um, all of the top level people in my company are going to be involved in it. Everybody from our engineer to our graphic designer to you. I'm not top level. Don't say that. (laughs) Anybody that's uh, worth their weight and salt around here that has experience in doing what we do, you could tap them for information and I will be available in there as well. So it's just, there's nothing else like it. It's quite, it's the banquet. It's the banquet hall of courses. I'm telling you, there's there's literally nothing else like what we're about to do. Showing you step one all the way up to where we're at right now.
0: Can I interject with yeah, this really quick? Go ahead. Because we talk. If,
1: if, you, if you want to be a part of this, just before we, yeah, yeah. we move on, if you before I forget, if, if you want to be a part of this, I'm um, offering like probably, an ins- well, not probably, it's going to be an insane discount, 75, 80% off for the first few people, the first few cats that get into it, because um, we're talking about uh, it's not going to be done right? Yeah. It's not going to be completely no. finished. You're going to have, it's a long project. You're going to have enough to keep you busy and there's enough to wet your beak by the time it goes live next month. Um, but the first, uh, 50 actual signups, not sign up on the email list, but actually people that purchase it, I'm going to give that uh, click the, the cray cray discount to. Um, so just, just to let you know, I mean, I it's, I, this is, this is about spreading awareness to it, but I, I also will say this and then I promise you can come New in, golden. come into this. Where we do get philanthropic with this, obviously we have to cover costs on the course, but where we do get philanthropic with this is the marketplace. Correct. Were you going to touch on that?
0: No. Okay. I was going to touch on okay. how many courses you've taken. <laughs> okay.
1: We'll get to that yeah. in a second. The 2A two com is we've knocked off Amazon essentially. That's what we did. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. We just literally took it and we duplicated it, replicated it in every single fashion that I possibly could. <laughs> Um, Amazon and the reason why is because the reason why we could do that in a third party marketplace where you go on as a seller and sell your stuff is because we don't have to compete with them in this industry because they don't like this industry. No, they don't like this industry. Yeah. 90, 90% of the shit that uh, we sell that you're going to sell. If you end up joining the course and starting a business is, uh, is not allowed on Amazon. So you don't have to compete with Amazon or, Looking uh, Ninja stars. You can sell target plus or Walmart.com, any of those places. So yeah, yeah. You can actually get on there and sell what you want to, and it acts as the same third-party marketplace with the same features Think that Amazon does. Think about it
0: does. like an awesome Amazon that butt-fucked Etsy.
1: Yeah. And had a but little, it's for guns. A little baby, yeah. but for guns, yeah. indeed. And that, so the reason why I say- Guns that, and gear. So on that site, there is a commission that is earned just like there is on Amazon. But the difference is that site, to two-way, a pro.com. 100% of the profits. And I'm I'm not saying like a portion of everything that you get gets donated to the FPC, 100% of the profits that are going to go in to that marketplace gets donated to uh an agency of your choice. So we're going to have like a little drop down of you can choose. You can choose. Yeah. That is going to be the goal or at least we vote on where it goes. Um, I haven't exactly figured out how we're going to do that, but it's going to go to a reputable agency that supports the Second Amendment, like gun rights mm-hmm. of America. And, so now, uh,
0: mind you, for those who are like, oh, 100%, that's amazing. And then they'll look into it, and they'll be like, why isn't...
1: Why is it only 8%? Well, that's because 7% of it was caught co- the cost of running the actual platform. The
0: The cost that it is required to keep the platform up and running will be deducted from that. All of everything else... Imagine if goes. Jeff...
1: Think about Jeff Bezos right now. This is this is the way that I envision this I'm process with the marketplace. Think about all the money that he has that he earned personally from the profits that came into Amazon. Now imagine taking that entire chunk, everything that he's used to put uh to put <laughs> things in space, and <laughs> instead of doing that, dumped it into the Second Amendment.
0: Yeah, that's a great Holy one. shit. Instead of building penis Everybody rockets. Everybody would have, <laughs> instead of building penis rockets. We might build penis rockets, but small scale. So <laughs> I'm not saying it's
1: going to be the next Amazon, but I hope that that it does get there. I hope that it is a billion dollar company because I will not benefit from it being a billion dollar company other than we will all benefit from the second amendment. Yeah. Because like I said- I'm saying it out the gate. There are no profits touched from that company other than the Second Amendment. That is, it, it is going to be solely pumped into that. So I'm pumped, man. If we can get, you can imagine every sale that happens on that site is not only a firearm-related sale or most likely going to be some type of firearm-related sale or second ta- amendment tactic, related Second Amendment-related sale, but then all the profits from that goes to feed the machine that protects it. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm just imagine like paying super taxes,
0: but instead you do it by your own volition, and it's not forced upon you, yeah. and it serves you. Yeah, because you're gonna have to pay a
1: commission to a marketplace regardless. You got to pay it to SE. So it's you gotta nothing, pay it to like taxes. T- yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, it's like taxes that goes right back into the Second Amendment is yeah. really what it is. It's, um, it's the whole goal. It's but the that's whole point. what's been going on behind the scenes yes. for like the last couple of years with me is building that out, building the community for the course, and now getting into the course. What were you gonna say about the course that I've taken? I was gonna
0: say? I was gonna say for those of you who might just be tuning in. Uh, Jacob Dines here has taken a plethora of courses. I'm pretty sure there was a large six to eight month span there where every week I would walk into your office. You go, so I'm taking this new course. Yeah. So I'm taking this new course. So I just tried this new course.
1: Did I spend? So ten, I just I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on courses to see so, what works and what doesn't.
0: So in case you guys are wondering why you would want to take this course, <laughs> sleazy sales pitch. He's yeah. taken all the other courses. Yeah. So instead of spending. All the money you would spend on taking other courses, you could spend it on him who's taking the courses. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's literally going to, I mean, some of the courses that I bought are anywhere from three to $5,000. Right. And this is going to be, this is going to be nowhere near that, obviously. But um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a distillation of everything that I've taken and um, trying to make it as concise as possible. Um, the only thing that I really give a shit about in the entire course is just the success of the students that are in it. Right. You know, and, and if they're not successful, then that's ju- That just me. the, the only way this wouldn't work is if you're not doing the work. Period. Right. It's the, the only way it wouldn't work. I know it fucking works. I try it with every single thing I do. Every little side project we launched that's successful. it, the well, formula, it works because the lights are it's on. A, it's a blueprint, dude. Right. The, fire, the, the formula works. It's kind of like plugging anything into a machine that spits something else out. You know, It's like you chat built, GBT. GPT. Where the, there's that whole thing with Grant Cardone, right, where Discovery Channel did a thing on that dude where they said, look, if we stripped you of your name, your clout, your credibility, your contacts, your money, shaved your head, made you unrecognizable, and put you in one of the poorest neighborhoods in the United States, which is this city in New Mexico, could you generate a million dollars again? Like, how long do you think it would take you to generate a million dollars? And he said, well, it'd take me 90 days. No money, no nothing, no clout, no contacts, right? Just based on the knowledge that he had, he said it would take me 90 days. And in 90 days, that dude built a $5.5 million business.
0: Jesus It was Christ. incredible. It was
1: incredible seeing that transformation because the, the thing about that is, the reason why that's so cool is because it is not – it is not, a. it really isn't about, of course, the shit that you have and the capital to start and all those things, That it's all part of it, right? but it is a very small part of it. Once you gain the knowledge, once you learn how to do something, you will just never want for anything again. You'll never be poor. You won't be scared, the fear will be gone because I know if I lost all this today, I could rebuild it and I could rebuild it, not even in the tactical industry. It's rinse and repeat for any industry. It's not just for the firearm industry. This this course is like, like it, literally, I, I owned a baby clothing company before this. Mm-hmm. It's fucking rinse and repeat, dude. You can do it with anything. Like, it is. You know, digital is digital, e-commerce is e-commerce. Marketing is marketing. You just take that, plug it into this particular model, right, and it works. Um, But having said that, I wanted to dive in real quick and give you a little chunky brewster out of this. Uh, If you you want a link to sign up for the interest list, it'll be down in the description of this YouTube video. So question,
0: would you consider this a taste test, or would you consider this a sampler? Ooh, this is like... No, yeah, this is this is just kind of a taste test. Okay.
1: Little, little taste test to so see how it tastes. we're tipping our toe. Yeah, so this is basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you part of the script in module four, which is just about leverage. It's kind of like the beginning of the course. It's like towards the start of the course where we talk about mindset uh, before we really get into the uh, meat and meat and potatoes of the course. And I didn't uh, know
0: we were talking about setting minds.
1: Setting minds, indeed. Well, mindset's the most important thing, dude.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's when you set Straight a up. minefield, you don't allow soldiers to cross it. Or did I not? enunciate my D. Oh, it's mind, mind
1: set. Oh, my bad. Mind Mindset. We are not setting minds. Um, <laughs> so I am setting oh, minds. I'm sorry about that. So y'all motherfuckers can blow up. You know what I mean? Oh, you look I oh that was good. There? That yeah, was good. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. You like that? But uh, this is module four. This is about leveraging. What's really cool about this is while it's a taste of the course that applies, it, it really is kind of a rich snippet for anybody to hear today. I really think that this can apply to anybody, even somebody that's not starting a business, just any walk of life, really. it's uh, um, So I'm going to read to you this section of the course. It'll only take a few minutes, um, and here we go. Give me a place to stand, a lever long enough, and I will move the world. That was Archimedes. This statement is a testament to the power of leverage. With the right tools and strategic application of force, even seemingly impossible tasks can be achieved. Throughout this course, you will hear me repeat this concept of leverage. I will beat on this drum over and over because it's, an, it's imperative to growth. In this amazing modern era of technology we are in, you can 10x your outputs with very little inputs. The things I was able to do to scale my company nine years ago would have required 10x the inputs 25 years ago. That within the traditional bounds of business, you will... Want, I don't know. I, I clearly made a fucking mistake right here in my script. <laughs> typo. You, the, the, the point that I was trying to get at here is you will be tempted to do things within the traditional bounds of business, and then there should have been a period, uh, because we know business is this. We are like, well, we've got to go get our uh, LLC set up, and then we've got to go get our tax ID, and I need to go get my insurance, and I need to work on my logo. None of that shit is correct, and all of that shit will hold you back. Anyway, I digress. Here we go. But this is why we are different. We as Tacticon, we as Two-Way Pro, and we as The Course. This is how David defeats Goliath. There are no rules when running your company, so long as they are within the bounds of the law. Think about the big disruptors in the world business. None of them played by traditional rules. Uber didn't set out to create a better taxi business. They reinvented it. Now go back to Archimedes lever. Go back to that lever example that I gave you a minute ago, right? So give me a place to stand, a lever long enough, and I will move the world. Uber's place to stand, using that analogy, was the demand gap in the market because uh, between was the demand gap in the market between traditional slow transportation and more cost effective and efficient transportation. Uber's lever, as part of that analogy, was its innovative, uh, innovative business model combined with cutting edge technology. And the world that Uber moved, that we used in that analogy, is the global taxi and personal transportation industry. Now, the public transportation and taxi industry were behemoths, taken down by a mobile app and some gig workers. Traditional publishers uh, have been left in the dust by Amazon's ability to digitize publishing with Kindle and eBooks. So how does a small company take market share? You have the ability to do things that the bigger boys can't. And this is kind of where Tacticon thrived. Uh, in the in the midst of all this is because we were surrounded by a bunch of uh, basically companies that were owned by other holding companies that had this like endless amount of capital. Vista Outdoors. Vista Outdoors, and they're just everybody's fucking owned by Vista Outdoors. And how do you compete with companies like that with Safari Land with Point Blank Armor? So, um, how does a company uh, take market share? You have the ability to do things that the bigger boy that the bigger boys can't. You can get to know your customers. You can connect with each social media follower because you probably will have very few in the beginning. You could be friends with them. Imagine that. Wow. Imagine that. Building a community. Friends with your customers. Who says you can't? We were just at the range day with a dozen of them this year. Yeah. Right. That was awesome. So, Which was amazing. We'll talk about that too. When my company was smaller, I was able to handwrite letters to every single customer who ordered a product. Even to this day, I have customers who still order from me and who remember that I did that. Doing things outside the realm of normal can make a huge impact. When we started manufacturing body armor, we were able to work directly with small departments and teams to develop a better spec'd out product for them and their mission. We listened to them. We didn't tell them what they wanted. Instead, we designed around their specs. Our massive competitors like Point Blank and Safari Land wouldn't give them the time of day. Being small has very distinct advantages and incredibly unique points of leverage. Black Rifle Coffee Company sells less than 10% of the coffee volume that Folger sells. But no one's wearing Folger's t-shirts. When is the last time you saw Folger's Coffee Company bumper sticker? Uh, But what happened to Black Rifle Coffee Company when they went public on the stock market exchange is uh, they were beholden to their shareholders. Their message became diluted. They couldn't take the riskier and more controversial stands about polarizing topics like they used to Their business expanded, but their fan base contracted. When it comes to customers, big brands have quantity. Smaller brands have loyalty, even cult followings. At Tacticon, we built a community so entrenched in our mission to serve the Second Amendment that some customers have had our logo tattooed on them. They didn't get the tattoo because they liked our products. They did it because they believe in our mission. The brand reflects an imperative purpose that transcends tactical equipment. We sit atop the shoulders of great men who founded this country. The preservation of freedom is what fans the flames of allegiance to our brand, not the product. There is depth and weight behind what we do. So do more with less, and the volume will come organically. Use your size to your advantage. The ability to pivot quickly and take decisive action is invaluable. Use to your advantage the lack of bureaucratic red tape, and the absence of approval processes, SOPs, and accounting requirements. Use to your advantage the sheer fact that in the beginning no one knows who you are because you're not on anyone's radar. You can unapologetically make mistakes and test, 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 and nothing will break. Moving forward, here's my directive to you. Instead of asking, should I do this? Or can I do this? Ask yourself, why not? Or why the fuck not? Instead of telling yourself, But no one else is doing this. Reframe that statement to, I'll be the only one. And most of all, remember, there are no rules. There are only laws.
0: Ooh, that's good. So that is a little
1: taste, a little taste test of, that's more of like the, kind of the, just the mindset part of the course. Yeah, Obviously, there's nothing, there's no real directive there other than, look, get out there and just try shit. It doesn't matter. Shit will break. People will be offended. But, but you're nobody will fucking notice cuz no you're you're too small to notice. You, right. you, and by the time you are big enough to notice you will find your stride and um you get to a point where momentum is so great in business that you're just kind of it doesn't matter anymore. It's unstoppable. Some of the shit that we did if we were to do that a long time ago, it may have stifled our growth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Uh beca- but now there's so much momentum doing what we're doing that uh it I say we, as in like the people that are listening to this podcast right now, because the thing is, is when, if we create an, op- if, if we create an opinion, if we disseminate an opinion and we, um, stand behind it with facts and people attack us, all, all of our friends that are watching this right now, they come in and support us. I mean, you see it in the comments, yeah. like we could have dissenting opinion and we could believe what, what we're in. And, um, you know, if, if. People are offended by it. That's no problem. I'll happily engage in um, a, a healthy debate. But when uh, facts are not being remitted in the comments, that's when that's everybody when else kind of comes to the rescue. But all these guys and the, you know that are watching right now, they come in and they're like, "That's not true. That is fucking false." But when you don't have that type of support yeah. like we do, you get you can get enough people in there to make everybody else believe that what you're saying isn't true. Right. You know. It is. Like it,
0: it, it, it's weird. It's very weird. The internet's yeah. a strange place. How that works? You get ratioed far enough, and then all of a sudden, it's like
1: that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. The ra- yeah. You get it's ratioed. ratioed. Yeah. So yeah, if you get ratioed far enough, then nobody ends up believing what you're saying. Unfortunately, um, you which know, can we've, work we've out got for got the better and base. for the worse. It can because yeah. people should get fucking ratioed sometimes, especially I agree. when you know when what they're saying is false. But I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. You know that's. Um, That that's a little that's kind of my piece on especially like with leverage. There's just so so much opportunity, dude. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. This is gonna sound this is gonna sound real This is gonna either sound real deep and you're gonna appreciate it, or you're gonna think I'm a fucking idiot. It's gonna go I love this. It's gonna it's gonna go one of two ways. Please. Think about how fucking lucky we are. We are not ants, birds, dogs, frogs, fish. We are fucking humans. Humans with the ability to think, make decisions, love, have compassion, build businesses, get creative. That's what we were born into. Yeah. A human being. Mm-hmm. Second to that, we're fucking born in the United States. Like we are Dude. in the US. There's more, there's so much opportunity here. Not only were you a human and not anything else, you're a fucking human in the US. And I was thinking about this the other day, just. I don't know why it popped into my head, but I was like, how fucking lucky am I? And not only am I a human inside the United States, I'm a human that doesn't, that's not afflicted with any diseases. I'm, I'm fairly healthy. I have five, well, I have 10 fingers. I five have ten, fingers on <laughs> each hand. On right? each hand. You know, um, I'm not, you know, I'm you know pretty ADHD, borderline autistic. I get that. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it really is just, a it's a fucking blessing, dude. Like yeah, you know, and I don't think we sit back and really think about just how fucking great we've got it, dude. Like it's 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 amazing to have the opportunity that we have. And so just as soon as you, I used to think about this all the time when I was just fucking miserable working my other job. Right. I was, you know, I was like when I was working for somebody, and I, I it didn't, you know, it helped in brief moments, but I'd be like, dude, what are you bitching about, man? Like you got, you go home and you turn the water faucet on, you got running water in your clean. Sink. Clean running water that yeah. you can drink in your sink. You don't have to wonder where the next meal is coming from. You know? You have to wonder if enough people, you know, liked your Facebook po- I mean, like the shit that we worry about. Dude, for first if, if world you problems. put it in perspective, it's just crazy. Yeah. And and believe me, I'm not some savant in this spiritual game. I, I fucking fall short all the time. I'll get done with this podcast, I'll get in my truck, I'll go home to my family, and on the way there, I'll probably <laughs> Yell at a red light. You know what I mean? I'm guaranteed gonna yell at a red light.
0: (laughs) But no, mindset is one of the most important and crucial things to anything that you are going to do and you're going to practice in life. Whether it's business, interpersonal relationships, jerking off, anything. Mindset is the most important and crucial thing to just walking around on the planet. And like you're saying about being grateful, obviously everything is situational and everything is subjective. Right. Yeah. What is a problem to the, you know, the valley girl when her phone doesn't work and doesn't have reception is a real problem to her.
1: Right. Is it a problem? Right. No. Yeah. No, but it's a problem to her, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I was
0: I, I feel like I was very lucky at a young age to have a pen pal. So uh I grew up evangelical Christian. That's where like the center of my like childhood was, right? So my parents signed up through the church in a program that was like, we sponsored a a kid over in Uganda, right? And I became pen pals with him. We would write back and forth. Mm -hmm. When I was young, I was probably six years old. I'm Mm -hmm. writing this, this kid in Uganda and he's, he's talking to me about how grateful he is to be able to walk to school. I'm six years old and I hate school. Yeah. And he's like, I'm so happy I get to walk to school. And then I'm like, "Shit!" And so we start. We talk back and (laughs) forth a little bit more. My mom's obviously helping me. Like, you should ask him about this. You should right. I'm not Mm -hmm. just like, I'm an idiot. I'm six years old. Um, But he he was telling me a little bit about his backstory. He's a couple years older than me. So I was six. He's like ten. I think so. He's about four years older than me. Yeah. Um, And he was telling me. He said, "It's just because I asked about his family." he said, well, it is just me and my sister. When I was eight, I had to hack my mother to death because freedom fighters came and said either sister or mother. Holy shit. He killed his own mom with a machete to save his sister's life. Fuck. And I think about that every day I'm having a bad day. Yeah. I go, well, I didn't have to kill my mom with a machete. It
1: can always, It can always get worse. It can man.
0: always get worse. And yeah. now I get it. It's... In the situation, it's hard, right? When, it is. When, when you're
1: when you're in it, dude, it's when you're in it, 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 it it's really in is. It. And that's the real spiritual move, right? Is being able to say, I'm in this thing that's happening to me right now, kind of getting existential a little bit, like or I'm sorry, that was the wrong word, but getting um getting out of body mm-hmm. and kind of looking at yourself subjectively and saying, Hey, like I am aware that I'm being like this and I am aware that I need to start thinking right. like this. Right. It's very hard to do, but Men with a lot of spirituality and spiritual practice can do that. They well, can they can pull themselves out yep, of that situation. You can pull again. yourself back. I, I recognize what's happening right now, and I need to not be, uh, I need to not be behaving like this or feeling like this. I mean, it's okay to feel a certain I mean, way, it, but it your feelings don't matter. Be, I mean, we all know yeah, that right?
0: because just because something else is worse like somebody else has had it worse, doesn't obviously mean. doesn't discredit <laughs> what you're I'm, going yeah. through. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying yeah. is...
1: Getting a flat tire doesn't make me happy just because some people don't have
0: tires. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm still pissed. Yeah. I'm still but you can at least mad. kind of pull yourself back yeah. and go, you know, this could be worse. I'm grateful it's not.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can
0: always be grateful about something. And right. like like you said, just being able to wake up, look at yourself in the mirror and go...
1: Yeah, yeah. All this, I'm doing yeah. pretty good. Doing pretty good. And... You know the other thing, man, is uh, um, I've never I and I can say this with full confidence. I've never been in a bad situation. I've never had something terrible happen to me where some really, really good shit didn't come out of it. Right. It it is inevitable that no one matter one door r-
0: closes, another and one another op- one opens.
1: It it works like that Every all time. the time. There's it's this a- clip from Jocko Willicks that says he's got this. It is just a fucking complete viral short, and I pull it up whenever I am sad. I've got it saved on my phone, and he goes, anytime anything is going wrong, I say, good. And the whole purpose behind him saying good, good, good. right, is that he knows that there is going to be growth behind it. Because at the bare minimum, bad shit's going to happen to you, and good shit is on the other side of that door. Growth. Growth is on the other side of the door. Even if nothing else good comes out of that, even if it's a terrible incident and you have to walk through it and swim through that shit, the only thing that's gonna come out of that is so so long as you don't duck and hide is you become a Better. stronger individual with more experience, learning how to cope in a situation that life has put you in similar to that.
0: It's it's kinda like this. So like obviously the the easy m- analogy or metaphor or comparison, whatever, big words, um, to the gym right you go to the gym you lift weights it hurts it sucks you're sore you get stronger you get bigger muscles right that that idea of it hurts it sucks good like i i think about it a lot um what one of the uh one of the canon moments in my life was when my brother died right and it's always interesting because like when i'm talking about my life to other people and like whenever that gets brought up they're always like i'm so sorry like that empathy right which Mm -hmm. you know is beautiful but to me i'm just like that's the reason I am who I am. Yeah. Like part of the reason this entire person exists. Yeah. And so like that I, that idea of good, right. it, it really is. Like if I could go back and stop that event from happening, obviously I would. Of course. Right? But it happened and I became a better person out of it.
1: Not to mention it happened. It happened. There's nothing you can fucking do about nope. it. Nope. What are you going to do? Can't. Yeah. You swim around in your fucking feelings for a whole- long period of time and make your life incredibly worse. There has been multiple occasions where something bad has happened to me and I've made it a whole lot worse because I chose not to go down the path of just dealing with it, learning how to make it better. So instead I go down this path of self-sabotage or sabotaging others because I'm unhappy about the situation at hand. A Good example is wife does something. I don't like it, right? Instead of Saying okay, that upsets me. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do better next time, right? Because she's not happy because of something that I may have done. I'll do better next time. Sometimes, and I do this a lot less now, but it is, well, fuck this. I am just gonna make it even worse. I'm gonna continue down with this bad behavior. I'm gonna continue to piss her off because what's the point now? Well, the point is, <laughs> if I could go back and wring my own fucking neck slap myself around a little bit. Probably would. I would say the point of all this is you should learn not to do dumb shit that's going to upset her, especially when I am absolutely and 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 most definitely in the wrong. And uh, don't make it worse than it already fucking is, dumbass. Because it can always get worse because something small might happen and it's no longer about that thing. It's about how I reacted to the fucking thing. Oh, I, can't absolutely. Tell, I can't tell you how many times. like, It's every time. There's been an argument. It's almost every time where... The only reason it got big, it could have been just as small as it started. But the only reason it got big, when people are like, oh, it's just the argument just kept growing and we just can't get along and things compounded and we can't get along and we can't get along and can't get along. You can't do that because you are creating an environment in which you cannot get along. Because if you would have just addressed that first thing and instead of compounding on it, and now these things have to be addressed, by the time you get 10 miles down the fucking road, you look back and you don't know what started the fire. Yeah. Where was the kindling? Dude. And that's all it was initially. It starts out as something very small, like the, kindling, and then it turns into this fucking forest fire that can't be put out. And that's why that, and you know, and then you end up in fucking therapy or divorced or, you know.
0: The biggest arguments Carly and I have ever been in, like the the worst and the biggest ones, which we obviously have never had any, right, babe? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the worst ones. At the end of it all, we always look back and go, what the fuck are we even arguing about? Yeah. But... 9 times out of 10 it's always been because like you said the reaction, reaction to the situation yeah. the reaction. she'll get mad about something and instead of me going hey listen I fucked up I'm sorry mm-hmm. I go you shouldn't fucking be mad at me like that it's not a big deal Yeah, like get over it right like I love you you know I love you right why are you so upset with me yeah just tell me that, that made you mad and get over it and then it's like oh that's the wrong thing to say right it's there wrong thing to say cuz <laughs> i mean that that is like by definition
1: and that's like probably the one of the number one issues in relationship is, is
0: gaslighting. Right.
1: It's like, you shouldn't feel the way you feel. Yeah. That's, that's
0: gaslighting. Well, I'm, I'm not telling her she shouldn't feel that way. I'm you saying,
1: shouldn't, well t- telling her, you I'm shouldn't, just telling,
0: get over it. Saying you shouldn't be mad at me. Right.
1: Is, is telling, telling her not to feel right. a certain way. I'm not, I'm not, this is not me on a throne. You're I, I do me right that. Now. I, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is I, I do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm like, what what's the big fucking deal. It's not that big of a deal. Well, like we talked about chick with the phone, Southern California with a lot of money, right? That that random example that you came up with a minute ago. I guess ago, I am gaslighting. It's a big deal for her that her, oh my God, my fucking phone broke. I can't get into IG, right? Right. Big deal for her. Big deal. You tell her it's not a big fucking deal, it's gaslighting. gaslighting. Right? It's a big deal for her. Poor lady hasn't been exposed to fucking real hardships in life. Maybe you know? I am the problem. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe I am the problem. Maybe so, I am the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's a, um, but it all stems from the initial conversation, which is mentality. I think that's always why it's important to like address that. I mean, the majority of like the books that I read are about mentality. It's right. about it's about framework, is what it's about. If you if you can build a framework from which decisions can be made, and and actions can be taken based on circumstances that happen, then life becomes a hell of a lot easier. It's like a roadmap right? You get this, you get this framework built out around situations, but the only way you can really do that is either by physically journaling or internally journaling or meditating and like really figuring out what happened today. What did I fuck up? How can I make it better? And I think about that all the time because without that reflection, we are doomed to continue to repeat the same issues that we've been, that's been causing the problem. That's how I had like, that is That is why that is one of the things that I had to deal with with addiction, right? So when I was drinking all the fucking time, it's like, what are the things that are causing this? It's not triggers, you know. You hear that a lot. I think fucking therapists like it. I I fucking hate it when people say it's a trigger. And I and I'm not. I'm talking outside the fucking Gen Z. Oh, it's a fucking trigger. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that. Like, oh, that's gonna trigger me to drink. Like going to the bar is gonna trigger you to drink. Yeah. No, let's just be honest, like going to the bar is not a safe place to fucking be if you're an alcoholic or you haven't been sober for very long. It's just not it's not safe. Right. You put your environment says a lot about the how you sex behave.
0: addict shouldn't go to the orgy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> when I first started trying to get sober, I stopped bartending. And I went off, I went out to the server floor and eventually I just had to stop working at a fucking restaurant. So it was yeah, too much alcohol yeah. there. Right. But the, the most the safest way to do this is to remove yourself from the environment. There's that whole Vietnam thing, right? How hard is it to kick opiates? It is a bitch, right? It's highly addictive. Oh, yeah. But there was a very minimal amount of Vietnam vets that came back and continued to use opiates because they were separated from the environment in which the opiates were readily available to them in Vietnam. If you move yourself out of the environment that you're in, you're a lot more likely to succeed. With addiction, this whole trigger thing is... For me, it's irrelevant. That doesn't matter. It's environment, and everything is a fucking trigger, dude. Oh, yeah. When you're talking about everything's a fucking trigger, when you're talking about being an alcoholic, it's like, oh, I'm happy. I'll drink. I'm I'm sad. I'll I'll drink. drink. You know what I mean? I'm mad. I'll drink. It's fucking Tuesday. The fucking Browns won the Super I don't even like the Browns. Every but time I stub <laughs> my toe, I used to drink. Dude, it's just the day ends in the fucking letter Y, dude. Yeah. Drink. Right? Yeah, it's drink. not it's not it's not gonna, gonna like, get once drunk. once the, the the core principle, I think, like behind I think the core principle behind sobriety is really just Fucking honesty. Like, if you just, and and what I mean by that is not the core
0: principle behind fucking life, dude. And I'm talking humility and honesty. Humility and honesty.
1: It really is. It's humility and honesty are like some of the two core principles behind that process of being able to stop doing bad shit. I don't give a fuck if it's drinking or if it's sexual addiction or whatever it is. But if you, and and why I say honesty is it doesn't mean you go tell everybody, I am this thing. No. It means you tell yourself and you admit to yourself that, like, I'm this fucking thing. I am this way. I am who I am. And until that Happens, little to nothing can be done. Little to nothing can be done. Until you look in the mirror and say, I'm fucking fat, I'm unhealthy. Then you're never going to say, I need to get healthy. Because if you tell yourself, ah, I'm fine, ah, I'm the same size as most other Americans, everything's fine, nothing to see here, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, You have to be in enough fucking pain and be honest with yourself about who you are. To change it. To make a change in anything in your life. I mean, really... That is the baseline, right? For change well, is it, recognizing there's a fucking problem in the first place.
0: Yes, absolutely. Like you know the you know the phrase, "Got to face your demons someday." Yeah, uh, you got to face your demons. Yeah, the de- you.
1: Yeah, it's you. Yeah,
0: you you the demon. You're the yeah. monster in the mirror. So, like when you were saying, yeah, you, you know, got to look at you. While we talk about honesty, I'm, I'm gonna
1: forget to say this because I wanted to bring this one yes. up one one other time when we were talking about honesty, and I, I, I can't. Stand. It. This is. There is nothing more that grates my fucking that that, that shreds, shreds parmesan my parmesan more than this fucking thing, dude. It's when people say my truth or tell me your truth. What is your truth? It's sound I like. I don't know what it is, but it makes me. It's like the thing. It, it's the sound that makes me want to punch a baby, dude. You know what I mean? It, it's just like. <laughs> It just makes me want to do evil yeah, things. I think of Anthony like, Jeselnik every it's time. It's just like m- my truth, you know. It's just my truth. There is no your truth, motherfucker. There's fuck. universal no. truth. There is the truth, and there is your opinion about what the circumstances may be. There is your thoughts on it. There right. is your uh, like you want to see. There's, truth? there's your take on it.
0: Gravity. Yeah. There's one. Yeah. <laughs> there's,
1: oh, it's my truth. My my truth. Is that this, this, and that. And half the time I hear... Because when, usually when people preface my truth, some bullshit's about to come out of their mouth.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Dude. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. It's just my well, truth. It's, a, it's, an yeah, it's an excuse. It's, it's an excuse. It's my truth that I don't like... You know, I've realized that the 40-hour work week is just, you know, just some bullshit is about to come out of the mouth whoa, of the whoa, individual I might saying that. My, one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, and I, I can't think of any examples because usually when those words are spoken, I tune the fuck out because right. of my experience of listening to people saying dumb shit like that.
0: Well, it's my truth.
1: Yeah, there's truth. And then there's not truth. There's <laughs> there's truth and there's lies. And then there's what you're and gaslighting the, yourself into. And, <laughs> there's, and there's opinions. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's truth and there's opinions. Exactly. And it's okay to say, hey, my opinion is this. Here's my take on it. Here's how I see it. But don't for a second try to convince other people that the shit that you're about to say is true when it's your fucking opinion.
0: Dude.
1: Anyway, I'm off the soapbox for that. That's I just, your it, it, dri- it drives me fucking crazy. And usually the g- cats that say it are, you know, they have a platform. They're fucking, you know, they're dangerously... <sighs> Transp- they're dangerously, uh, like, they have dangerously big audiences mm. to where people will listen to that bullshit, right? And yeah. then pick it up and.
0: Well, you know what, Jake, you know. I'm happy you shared your truth with us. <laughs> <laughs> and that—that's—that's that's just my, my truth. My truth. I want to issue a challenge to you people listening. Uh, I need to do this as well, so I'm not just guilting you. But try this: if you're at home and you're listening to this, or. You don't even have to be at home. Wherever you are listening to this. If
1: you're on the toilet. You're on the toilet. You're probably on the toilet.
0: You're probably at work.
1: Near, far, wherever you are.
0: Here's the challenge. Every day for a week, at the end of the day. Wherever. good. I was waiting for more, please. (laughs) (laughs) We are on Spotify, so that tracks. Uh, Anyways, take 10 minutes at the end of your day and reflect on the day, reflect on what you've done, reflect on the things that you feel like you could do better and reflect on things that you would like to change and things that you're happy about with yourself.
1: Take a little inventory.
0: Take a little inventory. Take that 10-minute stoic check, see how you're doing and go into the next day with it.
1: Just remember that a that a, a business that fails to take inventory will inevitably go out of business. So think about it like that. I mean, your life is obviously... Uh, not a business, but we there. There is inventory that we could take in ourselves that we should take in ourselves. Um, bad shit happens when you
0: don't. Yeah, and yeah. also at least ten minutes of exercise every day, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah just something. Just start important. with something. If you're not, just start with something. That's all that matters. Start with something. Yeah. If you knock out
1: twenty-five push-ups, it's better yeah. than nothing. Yep. Do you know? twenty-six tomorrow. Do twenty-six tomorrow. Right. Incrementally, man. Incrementally. That, uh, those, uh, you know, compounding. Gains Com- compounding, um, habits are really, really incredible. You know, if it, you
0: guys haven't listened to Atomic Habits, yeah, we li- are not sponsored by them. No, yeah, yeah, it's a great, great it's book. It's a phenomenal book. He, uh, to sum it up, I you, go listen to it, but to sum it up, it's basically performing and improving one percent a day is what matters the most. Yeah, it's, it's not about how these large changes, it's about one percent every day. Yeah,
1: it is. It's helped me. You know, I can I can definitely say that I've, you know, I used to be a lot bigger asshole than I am right now. I've softened up a whole lot. Um, you know, I was able to stop drinking. I was I used to be fat. Like there was a lot of things that I had that were bad habits. There were just a lot of really bad habits in my life, man. Right. You know, um, the way I treated people, the amount that I drank, how unhealthy I was, how fucking fat I was, how poor I was. I mean, there was a time where I was living in my car. So it was like, you know, if if you, if you just, you know, I didn't go from living in my car to, to li- like buying a home. I, I had to go from like living in my car to like on somebody's couch to like, like renting a garage out to renting a room out to, you know right. what I mean? There's a progression, there, but if you incrementally steps. do the fucking thing, you will eventually get, get to there. not living in your fucking car anymore. Yep, yeah, But, but you gotta not like living in your fucking car.
0: You gotta not like it. You gotta not like it. You gotta
1: not like it. it because the thing is, is like, if you're just like, I live in my car. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit.
0: You're probably going to stay in your car for a while.
1: Probably. It's usually the way it works. Until you hate it. Until you really fucking hate it.
0: Until you really fucking hate Pain
1: it. Pain is the price of admission to change. Um,
0: just with the yeah, quotes I'm, today, Jacob I Dines. Know. Thank you. With the quotes. <laughs> I'm all about it, dude. So now that we're done preaching at you.
1: <laughs> uh. You could sign up for our <laughs> seminar, you could, for our, our coaching seminar this to was, be a better human being. This is the gospel of the <laughs> Second Amendment right here, guys. Um, so, Shotty Too hottie with a Naughty Body. If you uh, if you guys in, are going to make it out to SHOT Show, we're going to be there. It should be really Thought cool. Show. Have we uh, discussed what we're doing at SHOT Show, the, what, what we're actually going to do? I think do?
0: we've talked about it in the Discord, and if we've talked about it here, we don't apologize for telling you again.
1: Yep. So... We're shot taking show. shot
0: show. And if we're this t- is if this is shot show, this is what we're doing. We're
1: turning it upside down. We're turning it upside down. So what's what's funny is uh we paid for the shot show booth like last year. It's non refundable, right? And we got like Tracks. a bigger space than we fucking needed. It was like ten by twenty. Um just way too big, way too much money, but the expense was paid, can't get it back.
0: So and we, we might get towards, as well
1: use it. We get we get towards the end of the year and we're all thinking like, ah, we don't want to do this. Let's just not go. Let's just not go. And I'm like, wait, we fucking paid for it. Okay. So now what are we going to do? Well, here's the deal. We can go invest fifty to $60,000 into a booth setup like most people do. Minimum twenty to thirty k. Most people spend around fifty to sixty k. And you really get everybody tries to come with the. If you have them in a shot show, everybody's got to have the nicest booth, man. It's got the LEDs behind it. They got these big machined signs that are out there, and you I know, music playing. These these are these are amazing looking booths. Pretty much everywhere you go, and it's this, like dick measuring contest for who can have the best booth. And what you, what I saw when I walked around shot show, what I really saw the common theme of is, and it's fine to do it because everybody's there to right. to to promote themselves. But what you see is me, 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 very me. Very centric. It's very yeah. centric. Look yeah. at me. Look at my company. Look yeah, at me. But of course.
0: Right. That's what it you're seems, for.
1: It seems to, to be that that's why people are there to promote themselves. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is you flip that on its fucking head like you were just talking about and you say, well, what's the opposite of that? Just like that, like little excerpt that I read out of module four a little bit ago about leverage. Like think. I hate to use the I hate to use the fucking Apple slogan. Don't sue me, whoever CEO you are of that agency now. <laughs> I was gonna say jobs, but it's no longer what us, He's like right?
0: super dead. Super dead. Yeah. He's not normal dead. <laughs> whoever it is now. Yeah.
1: Whoever you are, I don't know. I is don't it know. Wozniak? I don't it's know. not
0: Wozniak anymore. No, 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 no. It's not Wozniak. Cook?
1: It's, yeah. I think Tim Cook. Cook. Yeah, good call. Good call. I, anyway. I hate that Does I know matter? all three Does of it? those names. Yeah, I know.
0: Like, I hate that that takes up space in my brain. I know. I
1: know. I've only
0: got a certain amount of, like, <laughs> data available up there. And just, that's in there. Take taking here, up megabytes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the rant, the only reason I brought up, God, I get off on tangents. Think different, right? You really do have to think differently. When everybody is doing the same fucking thing, you think, hey, we're a tiny little guy, Tacticon. How can we be different?
0: You hey a little guy? I know how
1: we could be different. I'm not going to have... Shit for the booth. You know what we're doing? We're sending up folding tables. I'm putting some fucking tablecloths over the folding tables. I'm not even gonna have our fucking products displayed. What do we are? What are we? What it's are not we? a come look at me. No, it's not a come look at me. In fact, it's gonna look so bad. <laughs> That people are going to be like, what is that? I don't even
0: want to see it. What (laughs) is
1: that shit box over there that doesn't match all these other glowing, amazing booths? Hell yeah!
0: Who are we between, by the way?
1: (laughs) I don't fucking know, but it's probably somebody pretty important because we've got ten by twenties. So we're we're in this like really nice kind of like location. Aren't we like right
0: next to L (laughs) three?
1: I think so. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, somebody's like somebody fucking fancy, and Uh, it's literally just going to be a bunch of ragtag misfits at fucking Tacticon with a few tables laid out. Um, I shipped a TV over there. So while everybody has these like big displays and LED machined out backdrops, we have like a TV with our logo on it. And underneath our logo, it says free shit and all we're going to be doing the entire time. So I was like, invest 60 grand in a booth setup, or bring $60,000 worth worth of our cost product, which is probably closer to mid six figures retail value product. And we are going to give it away. We're just gonna give it away. We're just gonna be like, "Hey, you want some tacticon shit? Hey, you hey, want some shit? You want some body armor? Hey, you want hey, some shit? Rifle bag? Hey, you want a assault pack? Hey, you want you know slings, optics? It's gonna be. We're gonna be like, throwing it at people. You should come dressed as Sandal Claus. You should, you should be Sandal Claus. You should just oh, have a little sign dude. around you that says Sandal Claus. We still have time to order a Santa suit. It would we, be we have pretty, pretty fucking incredible. Dude,
0: I'll walk around with a fucking bag, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, 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 and I'm just tossing shit and out to people, Santa sandal claws, claws. <laughs>
1: embroidered. Embroidered, yeah. Yeah, we can get it done, dude. There's an embroidery grab right across the street.
0: Perfect. Yeah. I think we probably should.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, Nope, absolutely. I'm not going to tell him that. What? What? But keep an eye out for the Gundies because Jake and I will be there and we are going to be dressed to impress. <laughs> <laughs> you uh yeah, you'll we, have to wait and see, but you'll did they, love. Did they televise it? It's you can view it live. Oh, you They're can view it, it live, live on YouTube. Yeah.
1: That's sick. That's fucking mad. So uh, live view on Gundies. Tune in. It is Sunday night or Monday night? Monday. Monday. Monday night. Monday night. The twenty second. The twenty second, Monday night. I think night. it's
0: starting at like six, seven, something like Pacific? that. I don't know. Fucking look it up.
1: Yeah, I think it's like 1800 1900 hours Pacific time. That's I believe so. So, it that is the 24-hour clock. That is the that is the clock everybody should be on. I don't know what dumb I, fuck decided to I agree restart. With you. I don't know who decided to restart the fucking clock at at 12 o'clock. and go, "You know what? We can't count to 24." Whoa. Hold up. <laughs> like No, no, there are 24 hours in in a day. Why do we count them by 12? I don't know. Maybe there's an actual. Debbie looked into this. You see, I'll tell you you why. Right now, things like this.
0: Are you ready? Yes. Go ahead. It's because my first day starts (laughs) at six and ends at 12. My second day starts at 12 and ends at six. Every (laughs) day that you have one 24-hour day, I have two days. (laughs) (laughs) I can do double the days that you have.
1: I need to. I don't know. I saw. I need to unhear that. I, I saw to, some guy
0: t- talking like that on a on a YouTube short. <laughs> it's been stuck in. It's here. been stuck in your head it's the entire time. It's been stuck
1: rent free, dude. Yeah, for me, I just wanted to punch myself in the face. Yeah. My day is 6 a.m. to noon, and I'm not crazy. You're crazy for thinking it takes 24 hours, just like some dude in a cave did 300 years ago. My second day starts at noon and goes till 6 p.m. That's day two, and then the next day is 6 p.m to midnight. What I've done now is I have changed a manipulated time. I now get 21 days a week. Stack that up over a month, I'm going to kick your butt. Stack it up over a year, you're toast. Stack it up over five years, my entire life is different than it would have been otherwise.
0: I I, I, I wake just, up at two o'clock. I beat my wife. I go for an 18-mile <laughs> run. I drink 14 eggshells.
1: I heard this rant that fucking, I'm not going to lie, dude. I don't know how you feel about, a, what's that guy's name that gets arrested? In Eastern European country for like trafficking women or but what? Yeah, the dude, the fucking guy. I can't think of his fucking name right the now. The dude
0: was he's got a the brother, Tate, the Tate brothers. Oh, Andrew Tate. Wasn't he acquitted, or is that still going on?
1: Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with okay. him. Okay. Anyways, I, I I don't I have no idea what's going on with him. The if, he, if he's if he's fucking innocent, I you know which you know who who knows. I I don't know enough information about it. Then I wish him the fucking best if he's innocent. Yeah. That's not why I brought him up. Okay. I brought him up because. He is one of my fucking, I you know me, I love to fucking troll. I love like when the whole world thinks a certain way, I like to go over here and think this way, right? And I just, the, the people, he just pisses the fucking internet off and I love that about him. I love that about him, right? I'm not saying that I'm some like massive Andrew Tate supporter. Again, I don't know enough about him to really speak about him, but I see these little things pop up every once in a while and it's just like, <laughs> it's him sitting in, in a fucking spa, smoking a cigar, just talking shit about people who do cold plunges, <laughs> talking shit about people that run marathons. And I think I think one of the things that he was that I was watching him say the other day was uh, he popped onto a short, and he goes, "What the fuck is this like Iron Man bullshit?" He said, "So you're gonna tell me that for 18 hours you went and ran 26 fucking miles, and you went and biked 100 miles, and you went and swam two and a half miles." For what? For nothing. What? For what? Just to say you did it. Just to say you fucking did it? Why don't you get in a fucking octagon with another dude? It'll take 15 fucking minutes. You got three five-minute rounds. You make money. And just beat each other's fucking ass. And then you'll know. Then you have something to talk about, right? Then you walk away from a situation not wasting your time saying, I either won or I got my fucking ass kicked. And it was the way that he presented it, and he does it a hell of a lot better than me because he's like the ultimate troll.
0: He is the ultimate troll. But...
1: (laughs) I was just like, man, it's going to piss some people off. And Then I hit the comments. I was like, show enough, show enough. This dude is just pissed. igniting the internet on fire right now.
0: When you, re- you kind of realize that like Andrew Tate's whole thing is just to fucking piss people off, mm-hmm. 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 then you can really get like, y- you, you stop taking stock in it and then you can just enjoy it. You can it's, just enjoy that's it for, what the, I'm I- saying. for yeah. the internet, for the internet piece of content that it is. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, D- don't take fucking stock in it.
1: Yeah, but laugh <laughs> yeah, at it because yeah. it's
0: fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is. Just like, appreciate the fact when, that he's pissing off a bunch of people. When with- fucking up Tate smoking mm-hmm. a cigar and he's like, "Listen, if you don't do this, you're a fucking pussy." Yeah. <laughs> it's like that shit's hilarious because you're an idiot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, where else were we going with this shot show? So the purpose of thinking differently behind this entire process is <laughs> nobody, like nobody's giving shit away. People are like, hey, look at this thing. Well, guess what thing that is? That is a thing that everybody else makes that looks the same as every other thing at Show. Because I'll tell you, if there's one exposition or exhibit, the exhibition that you can go to where there's been just about zero innovation year after year compounding.
0: I can think of two right (laughs) off the top of my head immediately.
1: (laughs) What? The porn industry and... Oh, The no. gun industry. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought I you were I haven't seen a lot of exhibits, innovation say, there either. I'm I, talking about exhibits. Yeah. yeah. This uh, is the uh, only... At SHOT Show, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. saying like every fucking exhibit at SHOT Show has zero innovation. There was only one that had some mild innovation, and that was Hollis. It wasn't even, I wouldn't even call it mild. I'd, I'd call it fair, pretty significant. It was Hollis Sun's Thermal Red thermal Dot. Thermal optic, yeah. It was their thermal optic that they had. It was It was cool. It was great. I mean, I'm, I'm, there's not, I got nothing bad to say about it. They were like literally one of the only ones that I saw that innovated anything at that fucking show. So I was going to say, and I'm not saying we do it either. I'm no. just saying like we weren't exhibiting cause we had nothing to bring to the table. What am I going to do? Show you a, a, a belt that everybody else had. Right. Then, uh,
0: <laughs> so I was going to say Glock. Yep. RIP Gaston and any <laughs> AR manufacturer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh dude. Glock is the worst. It's the fucking worst. Every year. We took off up, the
0: finger grooves. We put the finger grooves back on. <laughs> we took a
1: scallop out of the Magwell. Oh, we, we put the scallop back. <laughs> yeah. If you really just want to be entertained for a brief period of time, just go to the Glock booth and say, So tell me about this newest model. Dude. And they'll be like, Well, you see this uh this four that was here on this model?
0: It's yeah. now a five.
1: It's a five. That awesome. Wow. So, okay, cool. So it's a different model. Yes. Can I take my custom slide off my four and put it on the five? No. No. Why? No reason. We just made it different enough to where you can't do that
0: <laughs> the dimensions are wrong <laughs> the dimensions are wrong we decided we tacked to tacked on a
1: couple millimeters on the other side of it so that you can't use anything we, that was on the we decided
0: one. to move the sear engagement five millimeters yeah. forward like, why? why why did you do that now i can't use the shit that i, I, I had on kind of i kind of want to if you will if you'll play with me here yeah i mm-hmm. might cut this out depending on if you play with me or not play a game with me right <laughs> play, uh, play
1: a game with me right
0: uh Guessing SHOT Show. Let's take a couple guesses at what some of the booths are going to introduce.
1: Okay. Do You mind if I throw my phone across the room because this thing
0: doesn't suck? Yeah, mine's Locking, buzzing off. in my pocket Jesus right now. Christ. feels kind of good.
1: Oh, if yours is going off and mine's going off, that's Slack. Slack. Guaranteed. Slack-a-rooney.
0: Yeah. They're probably like, emergency, emergency. Jake, <sighs> Nolan, we need you. Man. Yeah, fuck uh,
1: that. I haven't... <clears throat> this is going to come as a surprise, but because we were working on the course and I have other shit to do that is more important, more pressing and more dedicated to the second amendment. I hate admitting this, but to those of you watching, watching, and you know, this is actually a special shout out to fucking Ronnie at bunker Five Thirty. If you're watching, probably not, but funker, 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 not bunker. Um, I have not checked my email. I think in six weeks, I just turned it off. I was like, I got to work on the course. I've, I'm scared. I'm terrified. (laughs) I'm terrified.
0: Well, that happens to me too, though, dude. So, like, people are like, "Hey, can we get your email? We're trying to do these deals with you. We're trying to do this work (laughs) with you." I'm like, "Sure, yeah, absolutely." Yeah. I'm like, I'm doing my work, and then I'm like, "Oh, I haven't checked my email in a month, (laughs) (laughs) like a month." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh no." Yeah.
1: It's yeah. It's not so much that I forget. It's just like I know that it's going to take an entire fucking week or two of my life to go back and respond to things that is probably just people trying to sell me shit so fuck it. it so if a few of you guys like happened to get in there and emailed me and i didn't reply i'll leave his email just, down below. <laughs> just uh just wait longer
0: just wait longer like Guess <laughs> ventura says just wait longer
1: that was my favorite line in the movie he hopped into the dolphin tank mm-hmm. I'm not back in five minutes,
0: anyway, go ahead. Just wait longer. Uh, okay, shot I'll show. I'll play a game with you. It's like it's like shot show bingo, but we're not playing bingo. We're just taking guesses. Okay, I bet. Um, what do you? What are your bets for the Glock booth? What do you think Glock is going to be coming out with this year? Man, I, uh, I, I have no fucking idea, man. I really, I'm going to say I nothing. No, I have no idea. I don't. I don't think anything. I think they're just going to be yeah. there as Glock. I don't think they're coming out with Gen 6. I think it's what, just... What is
1: Gen 6 even going to be, man?
0: Obviously, it's going to, like... It doesn't... But the thing is, know.
1: it doesn't matter. Here's the deal. It's <laughs> like, I'm not talking shit about Glock. No. But look. Fuck no. Listen. I love Glock. This is, this is amazing what you guys have done for the industry. But just pack up, leave some of the square footage at SHOT Show for the rest of us, and go home. Well, You've developed a product that is probably going to be superior to most firearm platforms, for the existence of handguns. And because of that, because of that. You y- fucked y-
0: everybody else already.
1: Yeah, y- you, you've, you've killed the game, go home,
0: and collect your billion dollars a year. Glock <laughs> is so bored, because they've already, they did it, yeah. the Glock perfection, you, right? You, you've you've they innovated s- They to sell the point. watches and horse cum now. <laughs> what? Did you not know that? Horse come Glock. Glock, what? the company, is into racehorses, so they sell like, oh, so they sell horse come. Yeah. Oh, okay, and they okay. also sell watches.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point, just start making other shit that has your brand name on it,
0: and yeah. you know, capitalize on that horse come.
1: Yeah, or dude, what are your what are your thoughts on a Glock rifle? I dude, it, how crazy the idea! I know, but imagine this: imagine if they put all their time, money, and resources into developing kind of a next gen lightweight. All polymer with like if they did the same thing with a Glock as they did with an actual rifle, it could be pretty cool. Pretty lightweight. And I don't know, it may it may change the game in a sense.
0: That would be could. pretty that would be pretty neat and nifty. But <laughs> but my problem is with NGSW's next generation weapon systems. I keep looking at them and I'm going, I feel like we've kind of peaked. Yeah. Like Stoner and Kalashnikov really just like I know, man. El Garote de Pepe. They kind of came in and the they were like, well, I really guess we kind of fucked up the game, didn't we? Kind of yeah, like Locke.
1: Right. What would you say was the most innovative thing for the rifle that's been uh that has been out as of recent? M Loc. Okay. Yeah, a component of the rifle. But I'm talking oh, about rifle a, in a rifle. What are your thoughts on the Chris Vector?
0: I think it's super fucking neat, but it's a subgun. Yeah. I would like to see it in a rifle caliber. Right. I would like to see that. I want to yep. see a vector operating system because I think it's a nifty design. I wonder how that would play out in a fully automatic, like, rifle caliber. Slap a 300 Black on that. Throw a little fucking six and a half, seven inch barrel.
1: Maybe we see, see something from them at Shot Show this year
0: press X to doubt
1: <laughs> to press X to doubt. <laughs>
0: I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm, I, yeah. I feel like we're going to go to shot show. We might see some optic innovation. Uh, yeah. we're going to see, I bet some you some thermal
1: innovation for, we're sure. going to
0: see thermal. Cause that's the way everybody's turning right now. Everybody's going, okay. Nods are out of the picture. Yeah. Everybody's got nods except for me. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, they're expensive, but yeah, they are, they're, but, yeah, and expensive. then they're shifting towards thermal now. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, now we need to upgrade everybody to thermal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I we're, we're going to see some major DoD players, probably like L3. Um, I mean, technically, Hollow Sun's not a DoD player, but I classify them as one anyways. Uh, we're going to see some stuff from probably like SIG. which is gonna... Anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> Aimpoint, we're probably going to see some... Thermal stuff there, yeah. I'm taking a guess. Yeah. Most firearm innovation, I don't really see a firearm innovation come out. We'll probably see like somebody trying to do some bullpup stuff, maybe.
1: Maybe some 6'8, some rifles chambered in 6'8 trying to accommodate the new NATO round.
0: Yeah. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. M- maybe.
0: Um and yeah. then it'd be nice to see. We'll see, we'll see some probably old guns coming back, is yeah. probably what it'll be.
1: How about a real gun? I mean That'd be lit. Can somebody just do that, please? That'd be fucking far. Can Can we just get some rail guns? Can we just get out of the combustion firearm? Because then they wouldn't be legally classified as a fire. They'll find another way to regulate it. Listen, I
0: kind of dig the combustion thing. I'm also still (laughs) into ice vehicles. (laughs) Like the EV craze is on and I'm like, I like the smell of gasoline.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You like the fact that you can actually, uh, like take your vehicle to Tahoe and not have it not start. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) The weather Dude, is not like the a weather's not gonna be prohibitive heat. on
1: you. Dude, people are taking Teslas into cold uh areas. Why would you do and that? And not and not being able to uh run the start heat. Them. Start them.
0: That's how batteries work.
1: Bro, it's a bad idea. Well,
0: so I <laughs> wanna say something disgusting. and I might piss some of you off, and I don't care. On average, I think the dumbest drivers are electric vehicle owners. You're driving a Tesla, you're driving an off-brand Tesla, like a Chevy or something. Yep. Yep. (laughs) You guys are dumb. I'm (laughs) I'm gonna say that right now. I've seen more dumb electric vehicle drivers, and I feel like the reason that is is because most of them are like, oh, we need to save the planet. We need to cut down on carbon dioxide. And it's like, well, carbon dioxide helps trees grow. Anyways.
1: Well, it, I mean, there, there are implications for excessive CO2. Right. No, I
0: completely agree. Yeah, and I, that's and I, why I, all politicians I, I should stop that. flying their private planes and just get on a zoom call.
1: It's, it, it is pretty incredible what one private plane will fucking do as compared to driving a vehicle for like, I think 70 years. I think the number was, you would have to drive a diesel truck every day for a hundred miles for like 75 years to accommodate to, to for the same CO2 output as one flight from the east to the west coast. Yes. It is incredible. And these people- I'm not advocating for, you know, people not being allowed to fucking fly private. No. Yeah, to each his own. But look, the same people that are advocating for EVs are the same people flying these fucking jets from one side of the
0: country to the other. And it's like, dude, you <laughs> just
1: took one flight.
0: They're and, also not driving EVs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're not even driving fucking the AOC is not driving an EV. Mm, She's rolling mm. up in an up-arnered Hummer. Yeah. <laughs> like, but anyway. Anyway, we digress. We what, digress. What, what I
1: what is fun to see though when you go to shot show? What's what's amazing to watch?
0: The gun bunnies? No. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. <laughs> what's fun is like really like getting in there and, and finding all the problems that don't exist. So you're like, what is uh, this? And they're like, like well, the,
0: the ammo counters. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, yeah. Am,
0: the ammo counter. Ammo counter.
1: So we have it, a slide it, lock it, for it a reason. <laughs> it attaches well, it attaches to your magazine, right? Yeah. And it counts the amount of rounds that are left in the magazine.
0: Yeah. That's
1: that's amazing. So that's Magpul I mean, solved
0: this with a little <laughs> piece of plexiglass and an orange stripe. Imagine that? Wow.
1: Imagine that. Crazy. So it tells you exactly so where how your many rounds, rounds are.
0: You're at. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they put a little number on the side, so when you yeah. see the orange line, it tells you how many you yeah. can just oh, there it is. Wow.
1: Yeah, and then if you really want to be surprised at the uh at the new invention, just ask him how much it costs. Oh, like, that's my favorite. Oh, my God. And, I gotta and, you buy, go, oh, and I've got to yeah. buy seven of these for a full combat load. And then you
0: go, so Sweet. when is this coming to market? And then they go, oh, well, we're we're going to DOD trials first, and then we might offer it to the civilian market. And you DoD's, go, gotcha.
1: he's not going to fucking buy it. They buy the least expensive shit they could possibly find. God, I love that quote. And then everybody calls it mil-spec, mil-spec. and then jerks off all over it. Love it. Yep.
0: <laughs> now, SHOT Show, for those who haven't gone and haven't experienced it, it's, it's a time. It is one of the times that has ever been. Yeah. I'd put it like that. Mm-hmm. Growing up watching the shot show footage. I hate that I'm kind of like just dunking on shot show, but like <laughs> it is like when I was a kid, I used to watch all the, the gun tubers, like fucking, here's I, what's coming up. Here's what I, I think the problem but is.
1: It's, it's good for once every like uh, probably like three or four years. That.
0: You just stole the word out of my mouth. Yeah. I was gonna say the I think the reason it's so bad is because us as humans, and we were just talking about it while setting up the computers, yeah. we're so used to things going fast. Yeah. That anything in slow succession is just ruthless. Yeah.
1: It's really cool. Like the first time you've been there, even yeah. the first couple of times. It's just like after that, it just kind of gets like, all right. You really just go for more of a networking, you know, yeah. capability. So it's like. You know, you run a booth there a couple, you know, maybe a couple of years. You go there to network. It's it's a really convenient location for everybody to have their meetings all at the same time. You know, yeah. so it's like you can meet everybody's going to be there. So then you just set up a bunch of meetings while you're there. You do a lot of business while you're there. And you go the fuck home. Do
0: a lot of business while you're there, you know. What I'm a lot on. of business. If you
1: want to see in innovation, that's AUSA. So, Association of the United States Army, um, or even like the Modern Marine. What about SOF?
0: Is there a lot of innovation
1: at SOF? Week has yeah. massive innovation. I saw some really cool shit um, when I was out at SOF Week. One of the, you know, just a lot of drone stuff out there, a lot of new drone capabilities. Um,
0: but a lot of that's a not lot even... A lot of
1: personal drone reconnaissance mm-hmm. where, like, you can, like, they've got drones that have a shotgun shell in the drone and it will actually go out and recon and map out the interior and it's dead quiet it'll go map out the interior of a facility for you that you're planning on going in and running CQB in, it'll give you all the rooms it identifies the threats, if it encounters a threat and it's been, you know, caught if you will, or if you set it up to do this it will discharge the shotgun shell in said threat's face um, it's, pretty, it's pretty fucking cool and you can leash it to where it'll like stay out in front of you like 10 fucking yards and you can that's like it, it'll fucking clear the room, nuts. it'll clear the room before you even get in there, and you can look down at your ATAC and actually see what's in front of you before you go into the room. It's, is it's pretty
0: impressive. Is uh, is there a lot of media that's allowed to soft week? I don't think there is, is yeah,
1: there? There's, yeah. There's a there. okay. yeah, there's media there. yeah. There's media there. They'll go in and interview you guys. Like, if there's anything that's like really kind of behind the curtain stuff, they wouldn't have it out on the floor because right, you, cle- you don't need a clearance to get out there. Oh, okay, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not open to the public. You have to be in the industry, but at the same time, it's not it's not anything that's uh, kind of like secret squirrel stuff. It was something that you wanted to uh, read to me. Oh, by the way, I do want to say this before we uh, get too much further. Um, We all the guys in our discord, if you guys aren't in discord yet, what are you doing? Get get down. (laughs) What are you doing with with your life? What are
0: you doing?
1: Uh. There is a – we'll leave a link in the description uh, to the Discord. There will be a link in the description for the 2A Pro course sign-up as well. Um, The Discord is fantastic. It is amazing. We're meeting amazing people in there. Dude, yeah, I want to talk about that. Not just around our area, but also from all around the United States. It is an incredible, incredible place. If you are interested in a well-regulated militia, that's where it's at. Dude, these guys are amazing. They train they they've got really good insights. There's a couple guys in there that I'm constantly. There's Nerdy's Musing channel that I'm, I'm constantly in there, just kind of poking around. You know, he is. I love that man. I know so much. he came out to the range day. We had a range day. We invited the locals out here. Um, it was really it was really fucking cool. We, we had ran a phenomenal a, time. So thank you guys for coming out. We ran a dynamic range. Which was amazing, super fun. We did the alpha X-ray drill with everybody. We gave away surprises. It was it was cool.
0: It was a good time. Yeah. I just want to say again to all you guys um, that came out. It was not only awesome meeting all of you, but like finally in person. Yep. But you guys are some cool cats, and I'm excited to meet a lot more of you. The the Discord is really really a place where we are, and when I say we, like Jake has said. I'm referring to you guys. Yeah, we like, we as we all, all of us. Everybody, everybody watching not, this. It's not or, us. Yeah. It's it's all of us and mostly you guys that are facilitating it and keeping it alive. And we just keep talking about it. Yeah. Um, but we are building a community and it's fucking cool. Yeah. Because the the gun, the gun community has been so divided yeah. as of late. And this divided is like we a, fall. Together is, we stand.
1: You're you're absolutely right. Yeah. Divided we fall. You said it. You said it there. It's like it's the op- it's the complete opposite of like our tactical gear like on Reddit. Oh god. It, it's the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Like people aren't in there pe- we're in there talking shit to each other, but it's all out of love. It's all out of love. It's very very friendly. Yeah. You know? it's uh it's cool. We we're, yeah. we're all on the same team, same fight, same mission.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, and it's and it's one of those things where I was having a conversation with uh someone in the Discord and we were talking about it and they were bringing up how, you know, one one of the guys was T- kind of like talking down about other people's gear, yeah. And I was just like, "Hey, listen," and I and I kind of squared it away. I was like, "I don't care. It does not matter if you have Gucci gear, if you have subpar gear, if you have something sub- in the middle gear, doesn't yeah. matter." But you can't shit on other people's gear. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you can give them advice. You can talk to them about it. You can say, "Hey, here's why I like this." Yeah. And maybe you should try this out. Here's my concerns with maybe what you have. Yeah. But. We're all here for the same reason, like you said. Yeah. We're all here to train. We're all here to uphold the second amendment. I
1: don't know, I almost kicked that dude off the range cuz you showed up in a T-Rex AC1. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Austin. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was like is that a fucking AC1 is that Austin? that an AC Udo. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, no, you guys are fantastic. We love you. Yep. But uh, What were you going to You said you read something. I man. read something and I was shook, and I don't really want to read it on the podcast cuz it's a huge fucking downer. Um especially what? when we're going to kind of wrap it up here in a minute. It's a, it's a huge downer, dude. I don't want to read it. A huge downer? Downer. It's sad. It's sad. Is it? Yeah. What? I'll tell you after.
1: Oh, come on. everybody's going to want to know. Fuck.
0: Okay. Everybody's going to want to know. I'm so mad. I'm so mad about this. Does it
1: have to do with us or does it have to do with something outside of our ecosystem?
0: Um, outside of our ecosystem.
1: Within the second amendment?
0: Not really. Oh, okay. It's just sad.
1: Okay. Show me. Tell me. Okay.
0: All right. Fuck. I saw this on Twitter. Um, Apparently, this is from South Africa. Okay. So it's a a post by this person. And it says, as a mother who wants to commit suicide, I believe you must take your children because this world is too cruel to leave your children in as orphans Uh. while you sit comfortably as an ancestor, especially if your children are minors. And then underneath that is a news outlet saying, Amina, I can't pronounce this last name, 31, and her two children, aged 10 and 5, were found dead in their rented room in Ivory Park's Tokyo section.
1: Oh,
0: Jesus.
1: I'll tell you one thing, man. There is nothing that can, you know, I can already feel myself tearing up there. The only thing that really impacts me emotionally ever, cons- cons- consistently, is kids, man. Yeah. You well, don't Don't so- fuck with kids, man. Yeah. It's like the number one rule. Yeah. You just don't fuck with kids. You
0: don't, you don't fuck with kids. Yeah. You foster them into better people than yourself. Yeah. That's it. Yep. It like, you know, Oh God. That's why I didn't want to read it. Cause it's, yeah, no, it's that's dark. fuck.
1: that. That is, that is, that's super fucking dark, but,
0: but I feel like this plays into what I, I, I said the other day in a post. I don't, whoever read it. Cool. I love you. Thank you for reading my post. But, <laughs> um, we need to raise strong sons and daughters so that shit doesn't happen.
1: You're absolutely right.
0: Because that was somebody's daughter. Yep. Who fell to the pressure of whatever it was and then took out her kids. Yeah. And that's so. rough.
1: And it, you know, a big question. I know nothing about that case, or right, you know, right, anything right, right. about it to speak on it. But I will say that, uh, you know, where where was the father in the situation? Right, you know, and that's why it really does that. That is the importance of a nuclear family. That is the importance of being able to maintain the traditional, and you know, God given network of a man, a woman, and children. Because when those things separate and they fracture and they break, so goes the people that are within those systems. Dude. So it. You know, it, it is, it, it's imperative that even if there is a divorce, and I'm not going to lie, man, sometimes divorce for some people, it's a better thing for the kids, man. Like, I, yeah. I, I've watched some scenarios where it's like, you guys just need to not be together because that's causing more harm than it is good yeah. to the kids that are oh, in that absolutely. environment. It could, really, it's it, so, can, it's it could be too a, violent. Oh, yeah. It's violent. It's hostile. I mean, it didn't, violence doesn't have to come with, phys, you know, physical, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be physical, but emotional mm-hmm. violence. And, you know, I, it, being subject to that type of shit myself when I was a kid, man. Um. You know, after, I mean, before before I was adopted when I was um, six, seven years old, like right in that time frame.
0: When you're um, the spongiest of sponges. The
1: spongiest of sponges. I can, I can attest to the fact that that shit is, it is horrific when you're a child and you don't know what's going on and you can't do anything about it. And you're just you're watching helpless, these people yeah. beat each other's ass and, you know, occasionally kick your ass. Like it is, dude, it sticks with you for a long fucking time and it affects you for the rest of your life. And I yeah. still do with that shit today. I mean, the, the stuff that happens to you when you're a young man or woman. It will impact you for the rest of your days, whether you fucking like it or not, man. And that is why it's so important. Just take care of the fucking kids, man. You know what I mean? Tell them to fuck off when they're 18. I don't give a shit, but raise them right. You know, do the right thing by them. And then tell him to fuck off. If you just want to be selfish and go live the rest of your life and never talk to him again, sure, it'll impact him a little bit. My dad just took off, fucking went to Thailand, never talked to me again. But at least in the formidable years, he took care of you. Yeah, Yeah, you were like, dad
0: was the best. And then something happened and and he took off. And he
1: just left, you know. He taught me so many valuable
0: lessons, but I never heard from him ever again. Okay.
1: Anything is better than doing it. When, young. Uh, when a kid is that young, young man weird. yeah it's yeah. Um,
0: it's i've I'm, told i've told a couple I've people caught, i've caught
1: myself like you know arguing with my wife for the kids and i always try i always try to stop and say hey let's go take this in the other room right. let's not do this you know um because i can i mean i can remember all of my parents fight even in my adopted family that i was in i can uh, you know they they were very good parents and and they were in a very loving relationship but there were arguments they would get yeah. into and even just very subtle non nonviolent violent arguments like completely normal married arguments. I can remember almost every one of them. You know, I don't know if I would have been able to had the trauma before that not happened. Right. But man, I can but you remember. Were so every, sensitive I was just like, it. oh yeah, so like, is this so I was, gonna kick this off? Is it? Like, it just gonna yeah. kill each other right now, right? Yeah. No, of course not. You no. know, they love each other. They're in a healthy marriage. But you know, it was just, uh, it's amazing, like what it can do to you. Do you know? Yeah. And the second I hear, like the second there's any tension or anything, it still affects me to this day to an extent. Because like, 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 when there's something like between my wife and I, I'm like, oh my god, is it fucking is just everything coming to an end? Is it over? And you know like no this is the way marriages work yeah this is this, yeah, is, this, how this c- is normal people this work. is yeah. how people work right yeah it, yeah it, it is uh it, it it's important to note man that uh and that, and that's why i don't blame people for not wanting to put their kids in fucking public uh, education systems because it's like you never know what these people are fucking doing to them and indoctrinating them with um
0: or what trauma they're trying to dump onto them uh, absolutely yeah.
1: man yeah it affects the fucking kids i mean i i can't remember what i had for breakfast yesterday right but i i do remember the name of every one of my teachers like first second third fourth fifth sixth grade right. right seventh grade even a couple of them and then after that i don't remember fucking anybody right not even one teacher like mr bosch in high school that's that's fucking it dude like I don't think I remember a high school teacher's <laughs> name, but I, I was, remember all of them. Because you are no mas sponge. The first you said, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really you just kind of pick everything up when you're a kid, and you know, good habits, bad yeah. habits, all of the above. So super let's, important.
0: Let's end on something not so dark. Yeah. Uh, something scrap. I heard this. I heard this the other day from uh, the good old GT, the thumb of Grand's ah. Garand, 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 Garand thumb. Garand thumb. Uh, yeah, he was on a panel. I guess it would be. He was on some. I don't know. We've we've said it before, but it just it feels good to hear it from somebody else with such a large voice. Yeah. Um, He said, the Second Amendment was written to keep the government in check, and the fact that the government has any power to regulate it whatsoever is absolutely bonkers.
1: It is incredibly...
0: Let's let's take that real yeah, quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, just break that down.
0: The thing that is supposed to regulate the thing
1: is, is regula- being regulated <laughs> by, by the, the thing. thing it's supposed <laughs> to regulate.
0: That sounds an awful lot like yeah. company, company A selling something and company B is supposed to make sure company A doesn't break rules, but company A gets to decide what company B does. Right.
1: And in a very simple way, Way to break that down is it's a huge conflict of interest. Huh. That is like li- that is the definition of a conflict of interest, yes. that you are regulating the one thing that is used to regulate you. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> so, yeah, it is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable yeah. that the government has any of its paws in the Second Amendment whatsoever. It's, it really it's is,
0: absolutely baffling.
1: How are you going to regulate that? Yeah. Why isn't there some other, like, If you even want to call it that, why isn't there a a um, a citizen-led, citizen-driven governing body? It was supposed to be for the Second Amendment.
0: Oh, for the
1: Second Amendment. For the Second Amendment, a citizen-led, citizen-driven governing body—not anybody that makes new rules or new laws, but just you know some sort of body that says, "Hey, like I don't know." Like, this guy's building a nuclear bomb. Is that okay? No, don't let him do that. <laughs> you
0: know? I see where you're getting at. Yeah, you, yeah, see, yeah.
1: you see where I'm going with this. Th- there shouldn't be any regulation in constitutional rights. It Just would be like- like,
0: hey, Steve next door is kind of stockpiling RPGs, and I've noticed his nose is a little white and he's a little twitchy. Maybe we should go talk to him. Yeah, maybe we should, <laughs> maybe should go check this out. Maybe should we should go check it out. Like, hey, Steve, you doing good about that?
1: Yeah. I'm not saying we should instate any red flag laws, no. but uh, you know, if you're if you're out of your fucking mind and uh you know you've got an arsenal of RPGs, I would prefer it if you were uh, distanced from those
0: yeah. just a few feet. Yeah. Steve, hey, can we solve your problem <laughs> without <laughs> the RPGs? Or the cocaine. Or the cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> one of the other Yeah. <laughs> RPGs, cocaine. Your choice. 50-50 sweat. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's a very interesting thing. It would be like the NIJ, right? The NIJ is the National Institute of Justice. They are the uh, governing body for body armor. If They're they the sold ones, body armor. It, if the NIJ sold your body armor, but they were also the ones regulating whether or not the body armor was good enough to sell to departments and the public, right? And and coming putting together those standards for body armor...
0: Yeah, you could see where it's like they're gonna be like, "No, you guys don't." Or meet if our the standards. certified N.I.J.
1: labs that tested armor were also the ones that were making our—it's just conflict of interest. Super. And so you've got a government that's like, "Hey, you know, you've got this thing called the Second Amendment. It's you know to keep us in check, but here we are uh, with our stamp of approval or disapproval throughout the entire process of being able to exercise those rights."
0: It was written explicitly. To, to keep to them in check. To, to keep, to, them, to keep check. them away. Yeah, it was. It's, it's <laughs> like, hey, stay away from
1: this. It's it's you amazing. Know, I know we talk about this every fucking podcast, but it's, it's amazing. hard not to. It, it, it's just incredible that um, it says like, don't infringe this. Like this, like this is the one. Don't fuck with this one. Hey, this. Hey, this one right here. Just you know, go to number one. Move to three if you have to. Stay the fuck away from this one. That one. Stay away it from it. <laughs> It says it, it in it.
0: <laughs> leave it alone.
1: Which is insightful because they knew this is the one they will fuck with. Yeah. And indeed, it is the
0: one they do fuck with. And it's the one they fuck with the most. <laughs> it really is. Undoubtedly. Yeah, yeah. It's, an, it's It's incredible. Written by uh, 50% of the dynamic duo known as Thomas Jefferson and James Madison. Yeah.
1: If you guys have, uh, you know, some spare time and you want to see some real cool shit and you don't, you probably, you guys all listening probably already know about this, but just go th- search through Steven Crowder's um AR-15s are assault rifles, change my mind. Guns are bad, change my mind, right? I Like any of his like firearm related, the second amendment should Just be change abolished, my mind, yeah. change my mind, right? So, um, well, I think, okay, so it, I have that backwards. It's always going the other way. He makes a statement and then he says, change my mind. Right. Right. So all guns should be legal, change my mind. Right. Second amendment should be, Left alone, changed my right, mind. Right, they're like they're, that. they're fantastic. He's it really changed is my Because yeah. what, and the reason why I love that is because you get just people that don't like the Second Amendment sit down and they have a debate, and it is impossible, it, it it is virtually impossible for somebody to argue with anybody that has any semblance of knowledge about why the Second Amendment exists, what it is there for. You listen to these guys be like, well, it's because it's unsafe, and I'm not going to get into this whole dissertation. I'll let you guys go watch it, but it's it's almost too easy. It's like the easiest debate to have Dude, with people that don't like guns. Just, it,
0: it, you, it really is. You pick it apart.
1: I've never been in a debate with somebody that didn't like the Second Amendment and had at any point in time was unable to answer a question, was unable to reasonably respond.
0: I thought that was gonna go a completely different direction, but I'm happy where it went.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, I've never been in a debate with somebody where I was... I was uh, I was like, man, you stumped me. I, I don't have an answer for that. I got to I gotta think about that. Oh, that's a really good point. It's always like, hey, we need to regulate all of this. And I'm just like, you know, it, it doesn't matter what the angle that somebody tries to provide. It's very easy to dispel it based on historical evidence of why we have it. Right. You know, I do have to go.
0: No worries. But with that. With that. So so get
1: down there. Sign up for the Discord. Sign up for the 2A Pro course uh, interest list. And we will see you. Well, actually, the next podcast we're going to do is next week. And then we'll be in SHOT Show.
0: Oh, at SHOT Show. A little little drop, a little tease. Drop a
1: little tease here and make it quick. We want you. We want you to tell us. Go ahead.
0: We want you. (laughs) Uncle Sam wants you. Uh, We want you to tell us who you might want to see us podcast with at Shot Show. So we're going to be uh holding up a little podcasting session in our
1: room. We um, will, yeah, a little casting yeah, couch. Yeah, we'll casting couch. Pod, in we'll our call room. it podcasting couch and we will be 2A
0: podcasting couch.
1: 2A podcasting couch. 2A <laughs> <Two-way>
0: procasting couch. <laughs> pro-casting. There it is.
1: Um it's everybody anybody who's anybody is really going to be there. Yeah. And so what anybody we are going to we're going to go we're going to go uh look based on your comments, tap them on the shoulder and say, "Hey, People want to hear us talk to you, come to my room, sit on my couch, and try not to get pregnant.
0: Yeah. And so I can tell you for sure that we at least, uh, we're going to be with the Ballistic High Speed guys.
1: Which is going to be we great. Love those
0: boys. Uh, we're Mad gonna, Minute Tactician. Mad Minute Tactician. King Picks, if we can manage to squeeze out some of his time. he's That'd going to be, be a, He's going to be a quick turnaround. Yeah. Uh, Tim from uh, Maxim Defense. Awesome. And, and maybe some more. So get get down there, let us know, and then maybe tell those creators that you want to see, Tell them. Yeah. Get in their comment section and be like, hey, the Tacticon boys are gonna be <laughs> yeah. doing this. You should you should get on with them. Yeah. I'll see if I'll see if Micah wants to kiss. I mean, I'll see K- if he wants to uh <laughs> get on the podcast.
1: Yeah, we yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So if there's anybody that we're not thinking of off the top of our heads that would be interesting, yeah. let us know and we'll go, you know, we'll go. We'll, knock on their, we'll go knock down their hotel room. Knock and on their boots. Tie them up and make them podcast with us.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's illegal. But with that, <laughs> we bid thee. A